Welcome to The Intuitive Therapist with Janice R. Cohen, therapist, clairvoyant, empath, and medium. Listen in as she takes a no-nonsense, deep dive into real human struggles and how to resolve them. Janice will share channeled information from her spirit guide team, as well as angels and archangels, to help you master your emotional, physical, financial, and spiritual destiny. And now, Janice R. Cohen. Hey, y'all. This is Janice Cohen, the intuitive therapist here on the Intuitive Therapist Podcast. And if you're someone who's searching for a way to make your life better all the way around, then you're going to want to listen closely to today's content. I have never experienced anything more powerful, a force more impactful in my life than the power of my intuition of trusting my gut. It took me a long time to recognize it and rely on it completely, but I've learned to make my intuition my best friend. Because I work with clients who struggle to make decisions and take actions in the direction of their dreams, the common root cause of their hesitancy and their inability to make changes in their lives stems from one thing only. They lack trust in themselves to make solid decisions. And when you feel that you can't trust yourself, you will never take actions that change your life. You will be stuck in fear and indecision, and that is the worst place to be in your life. Today, I want to give you some real tried and true strategies about the single most important strategy, the single most important thing that you can put in place to massively and radically change your life. I want to teach you about the best friend that you have always had and the best friend that will never abandon you, ever, no matter who leaves your life and no matter what happens to you. Learning to trust your intuition will not only save your life, but it will also help you create a life that's filled with joy, meaning, purpose, and fulfillment. If you want to learn how to make decisions with ease and take massive action in the direction of your dreams, get your pen and paper handy because you're going to learn how to tap into and use the most amazing resource that's available to you right now. Regardless of what situation you're in, your intuition is always working for you. You might find that you just happen to glance up while you're at a stoplight and see a sign uh, or notice a song that just came on the radio that has the perfect message for you. You might be in a situation that requires you to think on your feet and make a quick decision. Your intuition is there for you, guiding you. You might need to make a significant decision about a job, a relationship, an investment opportunity, and your intuition is right there for you, signaling you from your insides about what best step you need to take. You're never without guidance, and you're never without options if you choose to align with your intuition. And you can never go wrong listening to your gut instinct, regardless of how beneficial you measure the outcome to be or not. Have you ever had a hunch about something and it came true? Have you ever walked into a building, someone's home, or meeting and immediately felt that something wasn't right? Has someone walked into the room that you were in and you immediately felt at ease with them, even without them having to say one word to you? If you've experienced any of these things, then your intuition is not only showing itself to you, but you're using it. You see, each of us is inherently intuitive. 
It's a gift we've all been given. Whether you realize it or not, you use your intuition more times than you can count. Today, I'm going to tell you about what intuition is, what it isn't, and how you can tap into it massively to improve the quality of your life with ease. I'm going to get a little technical here, so just stay with me. Everything communicates with everything else vibrationally. Everything on this planet is made up of atoms, and atoms have electrons. And these electrons are essentially speaking to one another. They communicate using a frequency. One group says of these electrons and atoms, hey, I'm vibrating at this frequency. And another group says, well, hey, I'm vibrating at, vibrating at this frequency too. And they go, oh, we're attracted to each other. Let's get together. Your body is constantly releasing energy, sending information to every single atomic particle around you. Have you ever been in an environment where someone, like I said, walks into a room and as soon as they've walked into the room, you've gone, there's something about this person I just don't like, but I'm just not sure I can put my finger on it. And then they open their mouth and you say, I knew it. How about this one? You're walking along and you've just thought about somebody and all of a sudden, literally the phone rings and that person's calling you. Do you know why you knew they were calling you or why you had that sense that they were about to call? Because their intention got to you before the phone call did. It's called telepathy. And it's when they send energy to you and you pick it up. It's very hard to deny this phenomenon when everybody's experienced it. And I'm sure all of you listeners at one point in your life have. But many of us, especially those analytical people, you know, the skeptics out there, they just want to justify it as some sort of basic coincidence. And it's not. This is how life works. Everything is energy, and everything is everything. There are three reasons why people don't listen to their intuition. The first is their heads are really, really busy. So with all this stuff going on in your head, you don't really notice your intuition coming up and giving you messages. The second is people tend to talk and think themselves out of intuitive nudges. The third is people just don't plain trust it. But what we do need to understand is that our intuition plays a much bigger game than we do. Time and time again, I've heard stories of people saying, well, I did trust my intuition and it led to something bad. And they say, well, see what happened? I shouldn't trust my intuition. That's what I get. And your, intu and your intuition is saying to you, you fool, you don't understand. I'm playing five to 10 years ahead of you. I'm giving you that, whatever that thing is that didn't work out because that's what you needed. And you now think because you trusted me, you trusted your intuition, that you made a mistake. You didn't make a mistake. I just gave you what you needed. And now you don't trust me anymore. Ah, your intuition is playing a much bigger game than you think right now. Because it is literally, like I said, connecting to every form of intelligence that's available in your sphere right now. So your intuition, if you want to think about it, is what's coming in. That's the information that you receive that's coming in from your environment. Remember I said, everything is, has a vibration and it vibrates off or with everything else. But it also constantly sends you information. But your intuition is also sending information. 
And that's called an intention. Remember when I asked you if you've ever met somebody before and they walked in and they don't even open their mouth and you go, there's something about that person that's really good or really bad. I just like the feel of them or I don't like the feel of them at all. You can be that person who uses your intuition to help yourself get a read on other people. It is amazing. Just have the intention and be aware of what comes up and listen to what your body is telling you about the situation and trust your intuition completely. So what exactly are intuitive messages and how do you know you're receiving them? Your intuition is an automatic sense that you have about something or someone. It's a flash of insight. And when I say flash, I mean flash. It can be so quick that you will dismiss it as, you know, and say to yourself, it's not even real. It's a sense in your body about something. It's a hunch. It's an inner knowing. And that's intuition. Intuition is neutral. It has no feelings. It just exists. And it helps It helps you all of the time. Think of your intuition existing as like your breathing or your heart beating or your organs just functioning. You don't do anything to make them do what they need to do. Same thing with intuition. But you can't pay closer attention to how they function just like intuition. How many of y'all have taught children about or heard about the uh uh-oh feeling? Kids know what that is. And so do you. Your body immediately responds when you're in a situation that doesn't feel good or safe. That is intuition. It's when we just know something without any rationale. It's when a certainty exists without our explanation. To further explain what intuition is, I want to share some facts. Your intuition is always right and it always wants to help you get what you need. Your intuition is always right. And it always wants to help you get what you need. Think of it as your very special guardian angel guiding you to what serves you best. Your intuition asks you to notice other things that you wouldn't typically notice if you were only using your thinking mind. There's always a reason why you get the information that you do. It isn't so much about what's right or wrong as it is about what happens as a result. You may follow a hunch that doesn't turn out the way you thought it would, but that doesn't mean that something of value hasn't occurred that you're not even aware of. Remaining in a state of being present and receptive will clear all the channels that help you recognize what your subconscious guides you to notice. The best place to start is to discover how you predominantly receive information. Knowing that you receive guidance through a particular sense is critical as you move forward. Each of us receives differently as one sense usually trumps the other, the other supportive senses. For example, you might be somebody that's highly visual, so you tend to see things rather than hear them. You might be very auditory, so you might hear things instead of seeing things predominantly. You might be somebody who is very sensitive to what you feel, so you might get a feeling in your body instead of seeing or hearing. And you might be somebody who just tends to know things instead of seeing them, hearing them, or feeling them. When you become familiar with your primary way of receiving information, you begin to become more aware of your environment, which results in easier decision making. And we all want to be able to make decisions with ease, don't we? 
Intuition is not biased. It doesn't distinguish between race, religion, gender, or anything else. Intuition is just like energy and it's just there. Energy doesn't cease to exist just because you don't believe in its existence. Intuition like energy exists regardless of any factor. You determine how open you are to using it though. One of the things I tell my clients all the time is when they want to sharpen their intuition and when I work with therapists as well, I tell them this too. Keep an intuitive journal. If you want to, you can section it off into four sections. The first section could be a daily log of just kind of the hits that you get, maybe the intentions you put out there and what you get back. The second is a dream log. So when you wake up, you write down the details of the dream to the best of your ability, and then you kind of put the pieces together either uh, that day or over time. The third part could be questions. Maybe you want to ask questions uh, and you don't have the answers right away, but you want to put it out there to see what you get back. And you write with a stream of consciousness what you get. And the last is to to um, write the changes about the changes and major events in your life to understand the lessons that you need to know to move forward. If there's one way that you that you can truly enhance your ability to tap into your intuition, is to start there. Is to write things down. And what it does is it gives you what's called intuitive currency. That's what I call it, at least. You kind of get points in your favor when you acknowledge, when you pay attention, and when you follow your intuitive hunches. And for those of you who want to find out more and read more, you can get my book called The Intuitive Therapist. I have a whole chapter devoted to this, to devoted to what I'm talking about today, and you can find exactly how to do your journaling and what you need to do to keep in mind uh, when you're starting to tap into and connect with your intuition. Intuition is a balance of two minds. The beauty of who you are as a person is that you have a thinking mind and an intuitive mind. The thinking mind processes data and tries to make sense of the data that it receives using linear thought to connect the dots. On the other hand, the intuitive mind isn't concerned about making sense of things. It simply accepts what it notices and regards it as useful. A meaningful balance is created when you honor both avenues of data collection. The key to facilitating this balance is to allow the intuitive mind to be the receiver and the thinking mind to make sense of what it receives. Remember not to let the thinking mind talk you out of what your intuitive mind senses about what it receives. Your thinking mind is very good at being a devil's advocate. You know when you know. When you're doing something you're not entirely certain about, let alone don't understand, it's natural to proceed with caution. With practice, you can recognize those fearful and resistant thoughts that arise and attempt to thwart your efforts to accept your intuitive information as valid. Fear will often appear in your thinking mind when you're about to do something that will take you out of your comfort zone. I've experienced this a lot, and I'm sure you have too. Yet your intuitive mind has no fear. It's neutral, remember. So when making decisions, you often must face your fears so that you can walk on the road less traveled. When fears come up, your intuitive mind will nudge you towards the best decision. Again, with neutrality. Fear is, the, is only as powerful as you allow it to be. You can either use your fears as an immobilizer or as an agent of change for your life. The thinking brain is ruled by the ego, where criticism, judgment, and dismissiveness thrive. Once you live in flow, following your higher mind's guidance, fears magically disappear. 
Once you become more familiar with how your intuition communicates with you, remember I talked about the four ways, hearing, seeing, feeling, and knowing. Decisions of any kind will be clear and easier to make. Repetition is the mother of skill. We've all heard this. The more you practice doing something, the stronger sense you get about it. So skill building is important when you want, want to master anything. And to build a skill, you have to practice it and you have to commit to developing it. Intuit, intuitive development it really is no different than developing any other skill. It takes consistent practice to recognize how you receive your intuitive information and how to use it. If you practice the exercises that I share with you, like journal writing and even more the exercises in the book, The Intuitive Therapist, you're going to develop your intuition faster than you can imagine. If you're ready to commit, practice, and focus on being present and revering your higher mind, that's where your intuition lives, as the fountain of knowledge that it is, then your intuitive development will grow by leaps and bounds. Look, we all have what's called the free will factor, and that's a lot of the times where our thinking mind lives. We have the option to ignore what we get. But if you just practice, even take half of a day, and we'll talk about this in a little bit, just take half of a day and notice how your thinking mind digests information, what it does, and then notice what it feels like just to go and flow without questioning things, you'll really start to get the sense of how your intuition feels in your body. Now I want to talk to you about using four steps that kind of help position you to be more intuitive. The first step is to make the decision to just have an open mind. Try not to judge, filter, or expect to receive information in any particular way. Because if you're expecting, then you're thinking. And the goal is not to think, it's just to be. If you focus too much on how the information is going to come through, then you're not only going to miss the point of being open to everything, but you'll also begin to elect intellectualize a process and block the natural flow of receiving. Consider yourself a blank slate and allow your mind to accept guidance, signals, and hints as they come. As much as possible, be aware of what's around you at all times, and when information comes through, recognize that it's meant for you. It's valuable, so valuable to accept that everything you notice is important, even if you don't understand the meaning of it right then. If you miss a flash or two of information, don't worry. It will come back around to you in another way if it needs to. One of the things I want to share with you is please don't become hypervigilant. When you become hypervigilant, your thinking mind gets in the way and you miss the signs. Second step is to just kind of connect the dots. This is one of the most important steps in the process of just kind of setting yourself up. Intend to connect the dots. Connecting your feelings with external reinforces that support what you feel. Hundreds of times during the day, you might sense things in one or more of the following ways. Like I said, seeing, feeling, thinking, or knowing. In addition, you're going to be guided to notice different things in your surroundings. You may consider these things to have little meaning, but everything plays a part in your experience. That's why spirit created our bodies with multiple senses. It would be impossible to receive all of the information that's necessary for us to get if we only had one way to get it. Acknowledge everything is meaningful, even if you aren't sure why it's come up in your awareness. I can assure you that at some point it will make its meaning known to you. Step three, trust your awareness. Guidance come to us very quickly. 
So try not to dismiss the subtle cues as they're very powerful. If you aren't used to turning into your intuition, chances are that you'll miss signs as quickly as they come. But that's all right. Don't worry about it. Take time to slow down and do a self-check about the insightful flash. If you're trying to make a decision and you consult your higher self, know that you're going to get a clear answer. Even if you find yourself on the fence about something, this is what's fascinating. I want you to hear this because it may be is a sign that you just might need to find out more information or wait before making a decision. It also may be fear rearing your head because the decisions that we know that are right for us, that we know that are in alignment with who we are, those are neutral too. We just happen to have feelings about making the decision. So I want to distinguish that. When you make decisions, you know what's inherently right for yourself. It just may be hard because you have feelings about it. So messages can come from anywhere, at any time, in any form. That's what's so cool. I see things all the time. I see numbers on tags. I see words all the time that, well, I happen to be clairvoyant, so I tend to see things, right? But I see signs. One time I was sitting uh, at a light, and I was just so caught up in my day, so caught up in the week, and I, I, I was stuck. The light was red. And I happened to look up at this one intersection. I had not seen this sign before huge sign, big white sign, black letters. And the message said, everything will be okay. And I was like, oh, I needed to hear that. I needed to see that. That's what I'm talking about. You're going to hear things, you know, in song titles on the radio, lyrics, billboards. You're going to see colors, images, and conversations, just to name a few. Remember, sometimes we feel things more than we see, hear, or know things. Sometimes you'll get a sense of something, right? Sometimes you're, you'll, you'll hear music with a song title or it will reinforce a person you just thought about. So just allow and trust it. And the fourth step is to act on it. Just take a leap of faith. Acting on the information you receive is the last step here. Don't hesitate to take action on a hunch or an idea that pops into your head if it feels accurate, compelling, you never know where it could lead you or how it could impact your life or others. What's important to know about intuition and creating a stronger connection with it is to think of it as a muscle that you're working to make stronger. To do this, like I said, you have to practice to become aware, taking notice of what comes to you and then following through on its guidance. Once you learn to go with the flow of your intuition, I promise you, and this is a guarantee that I have, your life will become easier and less stressed because it's kind of like you're handing things over to a greater power that not only is inside you, but that's connected to above. I guarantee once you do this, you will no longer struggle to make decisions and take action in your life. You'll just get to know what's right for you and you'll feel good about it. Now, I want to give you some homework. When I first did this, it was amazing what happened to me. Um, so I want you, like I said, to take part of your day or an entire day and just go with the flow. Make no plans and just go wherever you're guided to go and do whatever you're guided to do. And don't question the guidance. So if you're driving around and you get a hunch to take a left instead of a right, then do that. Then continue to follow the guidance about what next turn to take. So let me tell you a story here. I remember 
I, I took my own advice and I was reading a book one day about intuitive development. This is years ago. And it said, Janice, just take a day. So I took kind of half a day <laughs> and I was driving around and all of a sudden I was guided strongly to take a left. And so I was in the far right lane. So I go all the way over, all of a sudden traffic clears. I'm able to take a left. I'm guided to take another left and I'm guided to be in front of this bookstore. I was like, I don't know why I'm here, but I was guided to go in. So I went in and I was guided to go back to the self-help section. Um, and what's interesting is I had been looking for uh, the second part of a series of books uh, that I hadn't been able to get before. So I was guided to this area, guided to these. There are only two bookshelves here because this bookstore was closing and everything was 40% off. So I'm looking, looking, looking. I don't know what I'm looking for, but I'm guided. All of a sudden, I've got it to kneel down. And I'm looking, looking, looking. Don't see anything. And before I know it, my eye is guided to the book. There was one book left. It was the book that I was looking for. And it was 40% off. So had I not gone with the flow, I would never have been drawn to find this book at such a discounted rate. If you have a big decision to make and get a, can't get a clear read on the best decision, then sit down and ask for internal guidance. Call it in. You can call it your inter internal guru if you want, whatever name you want to give it. But write down all the things that you get. Don't filter it. Even if you have distractions, write everything and see what you come up with. Your intuition might tell you to go to the bathroom Make a phone call to somebody who's unrelated to your challenge or go read a book or watch some TV. Sometimes our thinking brain just needs a break to allow the answer to come in. The guidance is very important because it'll give your thinking brain time, like I said, time to occupy itself while your creative right side of your brain gives you the information. Your intuition is always working for you, even if you feel as though you aren't get, you're not getting any information, but you are all the time. It just may not come in the manner in which you want, to you want it to come. Intuition is subtle most times, so don't forget, don't forget that and don't dismiss the subtleties. Even the slightest and faintest cue could help you out of a troubled spot. And I have to tell you all something funny. I was driving uh, in, a, in an area one day and I decided that I would park in a white-lined area. I was just running in somewhere and I said to myself, okay, look, I'm just running in really quickly. Nobody's going to come around and do anything. So before I know it, I come out of where I am and boom, there are the parking police uh, giving me a ticket. I should have trusted my intuition. All I had to do was find another parking space, but I defied it and I thought myself out of it and look what happened. I got a ticket. So I'm just telling you, it was a subtlety that said, Janice, I think you need to park somewhere else. I was like, no worries. I'm not going to get caught and boom, I did. So I hope learning about this most powerful internal resource, your intuition, will help you feel more at ease about your life. Trust it. Take it from me. It is the most magical, amazing resource in your life. Trust it and learn to rely on it 100% of the time. Have faith that you have the, this internal guidance system that's programmed for your highest good. You don't even have to do anything. Just be aware, listen to it, and follow it. It knows better about what you need and has your highest and best interest at heart. My hope is that you realize how powerful you are to change your life just by tapping into and trusting your intuition. 
And if you'd like to work more intensely on developing it, I work with my clients around this. I work with therapists around this to help them better their work with their clients. Reach out. You can, you can just by tapping into this one resource, you can massively improve your life. So send me a message at Janice at JaniceRCohen.com or call me at 404-558-3971. And if you'd like a reading around any topic, love, relationships, money, health, business, decisions, I would love to support you in that way too. So send me an email or call me at my office, 404-558-3971. And if you like what you hear, please rate and write a review of my podcast on iTunes. The more reviews that I get, the more people I can reach with my content. And I'd really appreciate it. Wishing you a wonderful day, a blessed week, and as always, live intuitively. Thanks for listening to The Intuitive Therapist with Janice R. Cohen. If you like what you heard, the best compliment you can give us is to share this podcast with a friend and subscribe, rate, and review at iTunes.